0: What is going on, replacements? We're back. Week one is officially in the books, and we are going to deliver this podcast on time this week because, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we planned ahead. And I am here, Marcus Murray, your chief punishment officer, joined, as always, with the beautiful ICF, a newly minted loser in the league, Luis Napolitano. Hello. How are you?
1: I mean... 133 points, and I lost, so I hate my life.
0: Yeah, it's a bad break, and you have no one to blame but those Brownies.
1: (laughs) No one to blame but the Browns' defense and their big, fat goose egg. You're correct.
0: That sucks. It's a bad break. I I did get a little uh, tight in the old butthole last night at the end of the game with Josh Jacobs, but c'est la vie. My team was able to pull it off thanks to Austin Eckler and company. To Sean Jackson on the bench. I could be leading the league in points right now, number one. But ah, uh, just four points behind first place. I'm a winner. You're a loser. Let's recap week one. What do you say? All right, let's
1: do it. Let's uh, let's go through the misery that was my week.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start with our matchup then. Uh, 140 to 133. Uh, Yeah, it was looking pretty good for you for those first three quarters of the Arizona Cardinals-Detroit Lions game. And then all of a sudden, the rookie, Kyler Murray, comeback kid. I mean, is it really a comeback, though, because they tied? I, I felt like it was a comeback, but points I, to be I'm, had.
1: Garbage time points that led to overtime points that led to my demise. So, congratulations.
0: Yay! I mean, yeah, I was uh, pretty scared, but probably my biggest surprise for me this week was uh, Austin Eckler almost putting up 40. Justin Jackson, the clear RB2, uh, while Melvin, Melvin Gordon's out. Do you think Justin Jackson still holds uh, value, Lewis?
1: Uh, yeah, I absolutely do. I would not. I, I still think they're going to use both of them. I think... Both of them had pretty good—I mean, Austin Eckler, I think, was averaging eight yards a carry himself. So I just think it was the defense that they went up against. Their game plan was magnificent. Uh, I like both of them. I think their value stays the same. I do not believe Austin Eckler goes up in value yet.
0: yet. All Well, that is yet to be seen. But anyway, just looking at our matchup. I mean, Kyler Murray outscored Russell Wilson. Thanks an extra inning. Oh, extra inning, Jesus, Nick. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Overtime, Amari Cooper doing well. Tyler Lockett, okay. Lev Bell, your homer pick in the first round, 20 points. You got to be pretty
1: happy with that, right? Oh, I was ecstatic with Lev Bell, especially going up against that defense. It was a hard-earned 20 points, but the fact that he could get me 20 points against that Defense, second-ranked defense in the NFL last year. I'll take it because that just means bigger and better things to come down the road.
0: So, who's your favorite player on your team this week? Uh, as always, it every week will be Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just a homer <laughs> pick. Well, Kyler Murray was my favorite player at the end. I just I like how he came back, gave DJ a double points, but very happy Austin Eckler. But I'm in the same boat as you. We'll see. Uh, if that trend can continue, obviously I hope so. Uh, it's yet to be seen. But looking down at my bench, Deshaun Jackson, thirty-one points. Good lord, I had him in the lineup, but I tinkered, dicked him into oblivion, and uh, almost regretted it. But luckily, your brownies suck. And then, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, hindsight
1: being twenty-twenty. God, he really wanted to stick it to the Redskins. So you kind of, you kind of knew, I guess, that he I was going to have feeling, a good game.
0: Uh, <laughs> I really, I let. Greg in my head with his promo talking about Curtis Samuel. And of course, I guess I wanted to justify my trade with Spatty, <laughs> trading away Antonio Brown. Uh, but that's okay. And Brown's in the news as we do this uh, podcast, but I'm done with him. I don't want to talk about him. Let's look at your bench. I see a zero. My bench is garbage. I see garbage. Zero. Let's,
1: let's not even look at my bench. My I bench see a was. Third zero absolutely terrible
0: oh wait well, 1.2 and then the three what is going on down there in the bench for alcohol fueled man you
1: well know, i think i think anthony miller just had an off night he'll be fine robbie anderson should have had a bigger day but uh him and donald missed on they missed on about three passes that he literally could have wound up with five catches for 180 yards and three touchdowns if they would have connected but two underthrows, throws one overthrow it is what it is he'll be fine uh yeah, you know CJ Anderson, he's just a cuff for me, not really a cuff, but he's I'm expecting on Johnson to get hurt. And oh, the rest okay. of them, the rest of them are all garbage. So they'll all be gone tomorrow.
0: <laughs> oh, can't wait to spend all that fab on these players. We'll see what happens. All right, Lou. Well, uh congratulations to me on my <laughs> victory. And I'm sorry, but yeah, bad break. I mean, you outscored more than half the league. And still round up with the L, but that's fantasy. So let's move on to uh, Roy versus Spatty. I am the sleeper versus now, since Spatty has Antonio Brown. It wasn't me, is his team name. Oh, boy. Um, He's he's on
1: top of it right away, right away.
0: Well, he is also on top of the league right now. What a segue. Uh, I mean, his team pretty much balled out, save for Aaron Jones and O.J. Howard. And, of course, his defense, but... CMC number five, almost forty. Deshaun Watson with thirty six. Even though Lamar Jackson's on a had forty three points, but you're not going to beat yourself up over thirty six points. Um, we predicted. Actually, you gave Spatty the edge in our last podcast. I gave the edge I, to my dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. I felt I like I said I was just going based a little bit on the matchups, and the Spatties looked a little better. Even though Aaron Jones didn't really help him out, uh, I actually thought OJ Howard would do much better for him. Um, I expected McCaffrey to do well, uh, Ingram. I had a feeling would be okay. I didn't think he'd put up 22, but 15, 16, but he got, you know, Kaskowski kicking bombs out there, you know, freaking. he put up 16 points. Uh, thought he'd get better from Philly's defense than one point, but for sure. Either way, you know, he's, he's stacked. He's fine. Um,
0: he'll be, he'll be tough to beat all year long. T Y Hilton left on the bench with 24 points. Uh, Darren Waller looked okay, uh, Monday night, but let's talk about Mark Ingram. All right. We knew I even said he was going to have a hot game, but that wasn't a super hot take. Everyone thought the Ravens are going to beat down the dolphins, but 59 to 10. Do you want any fantasy shares of any dolphins this season?
1: Hmm. I mean, I will say this. I will probably maybe I would take a flyer on, you know, their receivers because they'll be behind so much that they're just going to be throwing the ball. So by happenstance you're going to wind up with a guy that has 6 catches for 75 yards and a touchdown or more. Yeah, maybe a receiver, I don't know. Maybe what's his name? uh Preston Wilson Williams, I don't know. I can't Albert get Wilson, him. I don't know Kenny anybody. Blake, I don't even know anyone, anyone on that team. Yeah, I don't I don't like any of their running backs right now. Their running backs are going to be nothing I just don't see that team being in games for you to for them to be running the ball I think you're gonna want to look at you know you're gonna want to look at their wide receivers more than anything
0: Dde Westbro- uh Westbrook on spatty's team put up 11.7 fantasy points but Nick Foles now out for the season how badly does this affect his value Lewis I don't know I mean that kid came in and looked pretty good um, I
1: I'm going to reserve the right to wait to see what happens this week before I make any comments on on where their fantasy value is going to go. Everybody jumped to conclusions on what was going to happen with T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack. and uh,
0: They did well.
1: And they did well, and I got to be honest with you. I had Marlon Mack as my second-round pick until Andrew Luck retired, and then I wound up taking Damian Williams, and I feel like – Damien Williams, good pick. Marlon Mack might have been a better pick. So, yeah, I'm not going to make any comments because let's, let's see how this kid does over the next couple of weeks and, and see where it goes before we
0: drop or, you know, drop value on people there. Okay. Roy's uh, MVP, as we called it, Chris Carson, 21 points uh, against the Bengals. Uh, a little disappointing outing from Jared Goff, though, with only 11, and then Vance McDonald. And you said it last week, you were not sold on Vance McDonald, so I got to pat you on the back. I'll give credit to where credit is due. Um, yeah, I am not too impressed with uh, Nick Chubb. Looking at the bench, Cortland Sutton, probably the only good guy on there, but the rest, oh, boy, it's a Lewis-esque bench of just misfits and uh, soon-to-be-dropped <laughs> waiver-wire fodder. So, oh, yeah, my all here. my
1: fab will be gone as I reconstruct <laughs> my bench.
0: All right, let's go to the match of the week. Week. Holdout <laughs> hero Gene still needs to change his name. Doesn't make sense in any regards to his team. 88 points, second lowest total in the league. Greg with 96, so lucky he faced Gene this week. I mean, oh boy, just kind of looking at Gene's Tyreek Hill, maybe out for the season, Devontae Adams. I mean, those are his first two-round picks, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it was an off week.
0: Devonta Freeman, be two points. They'll bounce back. They'll bounce uh, back. I think you so. Know. uh. Oh, no, I'm looking at uh, – oh, and I know uh, Gene has to be killing himself with that T.J. Hawkinson on the bench right there. Oh, I was screaming so many obscenities at that rookie tight end uh, this past <laughs> Sunday. Um, uh, it looks good, so good pickup there. Let's go over to the Greg, who, of course, he gets the W with 96, but uh, – yeah, Greg—in Greg's eyes, it's like he scored 200 points. Oh, my God. He will not let you disparage him because a dub's a dub, a win's a win, but does he have a season-sustaining team? Um, I like his team. I
1: mean, you know, other than his flex spot, which is going to be, you know— He's, he's got himself a problem there because do you play, you know, DJ Moore? Do you play LaShawn McCoy? Do you play MBS? Do you take a chance on Singletary and that? I You know, I like his team. His, his starters are nice, if you just, ask me.
0: Just for the record, I think Greg probably has one of the more complete teams in the league, especially with that bench. Uh, Leonard Fournette yeah. sucks, though, so... <laughs> I think
1: Leonard Fournette's going to have a, a good year. That's only because he's not on my team. If I took him, he'd probably suck.
0: <laughs> All right. Fat Fesser, one of my favorite promos of the weekend. Oh, a two-parter promo. A lot of that. I think that kind of got lost this weekend. The two parts keeping us entertained. What a uh, timeline it was. But, of course, going up against Zeke Squad 2.0. Let's just talk Sammy Watkins. 42 points. What? 3 touchdowns, about 200 yep. receiving yards. Who yep. saw this coming? Randy did? N- anyone
1: No, else? no, Randy didn't see it coming. Randy was hoping he didn't <laughs> he there's nobody saw this coming and anyone that says they saw it coming is an absolute liar. Um the best Randy was hoping for was maybe 6 catches, 100 yards and a touchdown. That's what he was hoping for. He got he got a lot more than that and you know, good for Randy. He's uh He's been suffering down in uh, the bottom of the league for the last two years or so. (laughs) So, I mean, he deserves a win, so good for him.
0: I do Uh, want to say good for him. Benched three of his Cowboys. You count it. He has four Cowboys on the team. Benched three of them. Sammy Watkins exploding for him. Uh, Very good. Aaron Rodgers, of course, we talked about last week. Let's go over the Fat Professor. Pat Mahomes looking good. The third round, 33 points. Do you still think that was a good decision? Uh yeah, Mahomes is fine. He's
1: got a, he's got a good team. I think he made his his problem is going to be twofold. One, I think he's in love with Christian Kirk and I just don't see Christian Kirk being uh he's a flex receiver, not a starter, and he's got no running back. So
0: yeah, he's going to have he's going to have some issues there. His flex receivers, by the way, Tyrell Williams looking good on the Raiders, uh, 19 points. And of course, John Brown, uh, Sean's love last season, 21 points in Buffalo. Not bad at all.
1: Yeah, he's going to be he's fine at receiver as long as he doesn't stay in love with Christian Kirk. But he loves him, so we'll see. His running backs are a hot mess.
0: Dalvin Cook, 25 points. I wouldn't exactly call a hot mess. He played but, three running backs, uh, and Dalvin Cook is – looking at yeah. Justin Jackson, or as you like to call Joshua Jackson from – Joshua uh, Jackson. Creek. Uh, there's Kalen Balaj, oh He boy. is handsome. And then Kenyon Drake. Oh, wow. He has two Dolphins and then a running back who isn't even playing. Fat Fesser, I think you're in for a lot of Dunkin' I mean, Donuts this year.
1: He's got James White, but I don't like nor do I trust any running back on the New England Patriots. Just don't like it. You never know who's going to be the guy. You never know. One week. I, I guarantee maybe Sony Michelle goes off this week. James White doesn't. And then the following week it'll be Rex Burkhead again. And then all of a sudden James White's going to put three games together to make you think he's the guy. It's a mess there. And it's just, it's part of their game plan. It's how, it's why they win. They keep people guessing.
0: Um, sucks for fantasy though. Well, we'll see what happens. Zeke squad number two in the league. Good for Randy. Like you said, just, uh, he's been at the bottom for so long, it's good that he's on top. All right, two more to go. <laughs> oh, I know you're going to love this one. Nuke, nuke, nuke. <clears throat> uh, nuke, 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 nuke. 130 points. Uh, a, a winning team. Another winning team you outscored, by the way. Uh, against the bottom of the league. Champion is now first to worst 80 points after being raped by the Falco. Oh, boy, what a video that was. I watched that video, Lou, probably about, I don't know, 35 times.
1: Yeah, it, it made me laugh a lot.
0: It, may, it made me giggle, and that's the kind of stuff. I've just uh, sidetrack us here in the league. You know, we're all having fun. It's fantasy football. Yes, there are a lot of high stakes in our league, but we're still having a great time with it, and hoops is being a really good sport, not the super smug guy that you hated when he won. He's he's been a good sport. I, I think he'll bounce back.
1: He's been a good uh, he's been a good sport even throughout winning and so on. So uh, you know he's been fine. He's been a de- he's been a decent champion. I still don't want him in the league next year, but he's been a decent champion.
0: Played out narrative. I love hoops. All <laughs> right, let's get into the matchup. Five points from Cameron Newton. Oh boy, panic mode in Carolina. Uh, I mean, for Carolina, yes. I mean.
1: You know I just I don't know cam Newton just is not who he used to be that Super Bowl just that that took a toll on him it it truly did i i i feel like uh he's he's on the downward
0: decline of his career well, I know we mentioned um You know, Hoops used to be pretty smug when he went. He'd even do that whole thing, not really participate in chats during the games. And then, oh, he wins. He pokes his head in. Hey, guys, I'm a winner. I got to tell you, he has handed the smug baton off to one Christina Westnitzer. Oh, boy. The smugness coming out of her this week, I I feel like I'm to blame for it. I really do because, you know, I lauded her draft. Uh, I liked her waiting on Tom Brady, but, oh, boy. We we are paying for that now. <laughs> Thirty-one points from Tom Brady, uh, twenty-seven points by New Hopkins—an instant classic. I was listening to that like in my car on the way home. Phenomenal game, and then Marlon Mack, your guy, uh, showing up. Uh, You—I know you like to say this about Christina every year. And will it be feasible again this year? Is she just going to be that eight and eight kind of style team, inches her way into the playoffs, but is not built for a championship?
1: Uh, no, I think this year her team is built pretty darn good. We're
0: supposed to overreact. Oh,
1: (laughs) I'm being, I'm being honest here. Her team looks pretty (laughs) solid up and down. Uh, I mean,
0: can we consider Corey Davis a bust at this point?
1: Yeah, he's a bust. Does the, I mean, he's an absolute bust. I mean, if, if she suffers an injury at the running back position, she might be screwed. Uh, she's not very deep there, but, you know, I, I, her team looks good. I mean, it looks good.
0: Ken. Jason and the Fitz was our champion's name. Beautiful shot of him. Selfie with a very hot, happy, very ecstatic Larry Fitzgerald. People have seen the picture. No, I'm being sarcastic. Um, benches Fitz, 21 points in an ageless performance. I was very happy on Sunday. I got, well, I, what, is, what do you like to say? Half-mast? Maybe I got full-mast. <laughs> Watching Fitz, he's an ageless wonder. Um, do you think he should be rostered week to week, or do you think this is just a... Uh, it's a
1: full-mast and mid-stroke, just so you know.
0: That's That's <laughs> what I was looking for. Maybe I'll do that right now. Uh, is this a kind of one-off performance for Fitz, or do you see you know, Kingsbury and Murray kind of looking to him all season?
1: Uh, not all season. No, I I wouldn't expect that kind of performance, but I would expect in games when it gets to crunch time and it gets to needing something, he's going to rely on the veteran more. Uh, but I think the game plan is not going to be built around fit. So if the offense gets going in games and they're doing all right, you're going to, you're going to see the younger guys and it's going to be spread out quite a bit.
0: All right. Well, Hoops, you got a long mountain to climb if you want to get back to the top, but it's only week 1. Well, but hey, he's
1: got he's got some concerns. I mean, uh, he's I mean, and rightfully so, he's probably still high on David Montgomery, but man, watching a three running back committee, I find it hard to believe that he's just going to give it to David Montgomery. Like I feel at some point it's still going to be a two running back committee and it's he's not going to be the guy Hoops thought he would be. Um, talented as all hell though. Uh, Geis is injured. Who knows what that injury is going to lead to. Uh, Kamara's Kamara. He's fine there. You know, carry on Johnson's going to be an enigma. I can't tell you how many Detroit running backs there have been over the years that have been lauded as the guy that's mm-hmm. going to be the next Barry Sanders or finally taking the the mantle, uh, and being the running back of, of the future. And they never live up to the hype. And, uh, until Carryon Johnson can do something consistent, consistently, I don't, I'm not buying into him. Dude,
0: on Johnson was my for sure number one running back this week uh, based on what the Cardinals have done the past two years, what they've done preseason. I got to tell you, I was not super mad at the defense on Sunday, especially in regards to the uh, run. Yeah, they let uh, Hawkinson run all over them, but you know we don't have the best corners right now. Um, yeah. Uh, Sorry about Karen Johnson. Enigma. All right, let's move on to our final matchup of the week while the rest of the league's blowing up our chat at the moment. Uh, Here we go. Nikki with a Y, the CFO, Mr. Never Invite Me to the podcast. I invite you all the time. Um, Against Googs. 117 for Googs, 136 for Nikki. A uh, very good win, kind of a quiet uh, win and loss for both of them since we didn't hear a peep from them all weekend. <laughs> What's happening?
1: I don't know. I have no
0: idea. But he did. He did pipe in today or yesterday. Was it yesterday? That's good. I'm surprised we didn't hear a lot of stuff. Yeah, from Googs. 40 points from Dak Prescott. Oh boy, he is trying to get that money. Good for him. Uh, Will Fuller doing okay. Was that a homer like a play? Hopkins.
1: He put Dak Prescott in over Matt Ryan. I mean, was that a homer play? I mean, it was the right choice. but uh,
0: It was the right choice. I, I think uh, Matt Ryan was one of your uh, people to avoid last week, well, just going up against Minnesota. Well, that is I true. mean, he was also playing Minnesota's defense on his team, so you don't want to cancel yourself out. That's a little fantasy strategy people forget about.
1: Uh,
0: 100% true. <laughs> Nikki, I've, I've mentioned to this, uh, mentioned this to him off the pod and at the draft. There are players that Nikki drafts. This has happened every year. He'll make the pick, and I'll go. Nikki, I hate him. What are you doing? Your team sucks, and those players always pop off. And this year is no exception. Week one, Alshon Jeffrey and uh, Derrick Henry, two people I hated on his team, putting up points. I
1: absolutely love Alshon Jeffrey. I wanted to draft him, but Nikki sniped
0: them away from me. Todd Gurley, only 10 points, got some touchdowns vultured. Should fantasy owners like Nikki be worried? No, he looked
1: great. He almost, what? He had just about 100 yards rushing. Uh, he'll be fine. Todd Gurley, I don't think he's going to be the number one high-end one, but he's still he's still a low number one running back, and he's still going to put up the points. And Nicky's okay because he's got Henry. Um, you know, his running back's on the bench. I mean, I think Henderson's useless now because it looks like Malcolm Brown's going to be the guy. Jordan mm-hmm. Howard in the committee with Miles Sanders. They both looked good in the little bit of action that they both got. Um, and I think that's just the way it's going to carry on for the year with those two. Jordan Howard might vulture the touchdowns in the goal line situations, though.
0: Is Marquise Hollywood-Brown a must-start next week? He was on uh, Gook's bench. I mean, look, uh, rookie wide receiver... I mean, I don't blame him for the benching, but, oh, boy, almost 30 points. I mean, you got to play him.
1: After a week like that, you got to play him and see what happens, especially, you know, when you had – Well,
0: you're not going to face the Dolphins every week, though. No,
1: you're not. But that offense was more than just, you know, It was a lot of things going on there. It was a lot. Uh, the offense looked good. It may not put up 59 points, but there's not to say that he, he has such big playability. You know, he fits
0: that Tyreek Hill mold. Very interesting to see where he goes. So, okay. Well, that wraps it up for us talking about the week one matchup. So congratulations to all the winners. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited to be one of those six winners. It's very nice. Lou, you like being a loser? No, you don't have to do it one last time. I'm on to week two. And we're going to go on to our next podcast. Everyone, make sure you download it. We will be talking waiver wire and the week ahead. So, just putting this up. Get ready, and thank you guys for listening. and Enjoy. We'll Bye. Yeah. Oh, Jesus.